This is the Passive Real Estate Podcast, the premier podcast for passive real estate investors. Matt Jones interviews experienced passive investors who share their industry secrets and active investors who show you different ways to invest passively. Welcome back. I'm Matt Jones. And today on the Passive Real Estate Podcast, I welcome Raymond Hooks. Raymond is a passive investor in real estate syndications, but his day job is a chemical engineer, and he has invested in A-class properties as well as triple net funds. Welcome. Uh, it's great to have you on the show here, Raymond. Thank you. It's glad to be. It's good to be here. Is there anything else you'd like the audience to know about yourself? Um, like to the audience to know that I'm a chemical engineer. I've been working in oil and gas for about 10 years, and I'm hoping to uh, increase my passive income. Um, it's nice to have a W-2 job, but the way Warren Buffett says is that if you don't figure out how to make money in your sleep, then you'll work forever. So passive income is something that everyone should try to achieve at some point in life. Absolutely. And how did you get started with real estate investing? Uh, I first got started with uh, with real estate syndications because I was doing some angel investing and um, angel investing is it comes with a lot of risk. It also has potential for high returns and complete losses. However, the angel investing community had told me that, hey, you don't have to just wait around for, you know, three, five or even 10 years to see if you have a return on your investment. You can start investing in passive real estate syndications and you can start getting cash on cash returns from day one. So I found that attractive and I said, let me just go ahead and do this in parallel with the effort I've done with angel investing. And for our listeners who don't know what angel investing in is, uh, how would you briefly explain it? Angel investing is pretty much when you're investing in a startup company, company that, uh, let's say, has only been around for a couple of years and uh, company is doing something innovative, trying to bring some new technology or some new uh, way of doing things. A lot of the startup companies are based out in Silicon Valley, New York, and Austin area. Okay. And then currently, are you in, into real estate? Are you active or passive or a bit of both? Absolutely. I am in real estate, but I'm working on the passive side since I already have an active job and I really like what I do. I love working as a chemical engineer. Um, I'm just preparing for the, the passive income. I want to I want to do that. So pretty much what I do is I take my my earnings from chemical engineering and I reinvest it in real estate. Okay. And what kind of deals do you invest in right now? Um, right now, I'm, I'm investing in multifamily. I'm also investing in triple net. I'm open to uh, self-storage and I'm also open to some industrial opportunities. But for me, the most important thing is ensuring that I'm investing with the right sponsor. That is the first and foremost on my list. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the sponsor matters more than the actual deal itself. Correct. But uh, I mean, as long as the deal you know matches what you're looking for, then that's uh, just you know icing on the cake, essentially. So uh, why are you interested in triple net and multifamily right now? Um, so one reason why I like triple net is because you can get some uh, you can get some public traded uh, companies that can lease the buildings. It can be like a Walgreens, a CVS. It can be an advanced auto an O'Reilly, et cetera. But typically they sign long term leases at maybe 10 years and it has a corporate guarantee on the lease. So. Dollar General, for instance, they're not going to default on their lease because it just it just won't look good on behalf of the company. And um, and they want to protect their reputation. And then as far as with financing these properties, you usually can buy them with a, a 25 year mortgage and you can potentially get interest only uh, time period as well. But with these triple net funds, um, you're not going to be getting uh, 
you know, 30% IRR on this, but generally speaking, um, you can get 15 to, to 20% return on investment because the way you make money in these triple net funds is uh, you get the rental income, which eventually turns into cash distributions. You pay down a portion of the loan, and then you also get a little bit of capital appreciation. And as far as multifamily, multifamily is a great asset class. We know that um, this asset class is under distress at the moment, especially with the Federal Reserve raising the um, the target in you know, the Fed funds rate. So um, there was actually a multifamily operator that defaulted in uh, Houston area. It was three properties for $229 million. But uh, for myself as a passive investor, I've noticed that the market has slowed down a lot over the last year. Um, as a matter of fact, brokers are telling me that transaction volume is down by about 75%. But the way I look at it is if interest rates are going to hold at these levels for the next six months, there should be some more distressed deals that come on the market in terms of multifamily. And then I can hopefully find some more great opportunities. Exactly. As long as you find that right uh, syndication sponsor who knows what they're doing, uh, then there's going to be more opportunities coming. That's uh, I expect the same. And um, how do you find your deals that you're investing in? I find my deals by um, by watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts and going to real estate conferences. Um, so mainly the type of opportunities I come across are 506B and 506B can't can't be marketed to the general public. So so usually it just comes down to networking and 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 really I think that's what you need to do. You need to find someone who you can trust and who meets your due diligence uh, checklist because with a real estate syndication, you literally are handing your money over to someone and you're asking them to steward the money until a liquidation opportunity comes up. Yes. And uh, with for our listeners who don't know, you know, 506B offerings are for you know both accredited and non-accredited investors. And so there's just extra rules with that, which is why you can't advertise those publicly. You have to already know the person who's uh, the syndication sponsor in some way. And then well, whereas 506C offerings, those are publicly you know advertised because it's only for accredited investors. And then uh, how do you find these syndication sponsors? Is it also through just networking and conferences and YouTube videos? Absolutely. And one thing that I like to do in addition to what I mentioned is I like to talk to other passive investors and I like to say, hey, um, who have you invested with? Um, you've invested with sponsor A, B and C. Um, how, how is this sponsor in terms of reporting and transparency? Have they done the capital call? Have they um, have they paused distributions? Um, do they tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly? Um, I mean, how does their pro forma compare to their actual performance? So to me, I really enjoy talking to passive investors more than I do the uh, the syndicators because all the syndicators are going to talk good about themselves, but the passive investors tell you the truth. Hmm. I love that. I mean, you know, asking for referrals, as many people as there are in real estate, there's, you know, it's kind of a small world, honestly. And so people talk, people know each other and uh, your reputation essentially is everything. And so other passive investors, you know, can tell you and they're going to be honest, like if, if somebody is garbage or not with their uh, syndications. Real estate is all about adding value to other people. An easy way to do that is to share this podcast with someone you know who wants to do more passive real estate investing. Also, subscribe and leave a review. Now, let's get back to the episode. What's a problem that you've encountered with a real estate investment and how is it handled? 
Um, one of the problems that I experience with uh, real estate investing is I see syndicators sometimes bring very aggressive um, underwriting models. In other words, what they'll do is they will project that rent growth is going to increase 10% uh, year over year for the next three to five years, because that's what happened for the last three years. But COVID obviously happened. And when the Federal Reserve had increased the monetary supply, I believe by 40% or something, you expect the 10% the rent growth. But going forward, you can't always project that. So I've seen over-aggressive underwriting. I've also seen other cases where uh, a syndicator will buy a property, let's say like a five cap, and then they just go ahead and assume that they're going to sell the property at a three or four cap. It is true that cap rates have been dropping over the long term, but also we have to remember that the Federal Reserve has not raised interest rates this fast since almost 40 years, I believe. So if the interest rates stay this high, I'm having a hard time understanding how the uh, the cap rate can just continue to drop at the rate that has been dropping it. And then there's other mistakes as well, where um, you take a look at the underwriting models and um, and there's times in which they they may buy a loan using bridge. They may they may use bridge debt to fund a property, but then they don't have a rate cap. And when it when it comes to underwriting their deals, they they'll show you the projected returns based on the ideal situation. What I really like is a sensitivity analysis. Like show me how my uh, investment return is going to vary depending on what the exit cap rate is and the the rent rate is, or the rent growth, I should say. Mm -hmm. And is there anything else that you look for in the offering materials to see if it's it's kind of a good deal or not? Absolutely. The first thing I like to look at is um, track record. I like. I mean, I don't. I don't want to be the the first investor that a syndicator works with. I want to work with syndicators that have done full cycle deals. I want to work with syndicators that have undergone some hardships or undergone some challenges because, um, because truly my risk is lowered when I'm investing with a syndicator that has this kind of background and experience. Yeah. You don't want to be the guinea pig on, on somebody's first deal and, and they're just trying to figure it out and maybe it goes okay, or maybe they lose all your money. That's correct. All right. Are you ready for a speed round? Yes. What's your favorite part about passive real estate investing? My favorite part about passive real estate investing is receiving a check, either monthly or quarterly or whatever the syndicator agrees to do. I love getting the check because the check is something that I did not have to work for. Yes. It's money you make in your sleep, like uh, Warren Buffett says. Yes. What do you know now about passive real estate investing that you wish you knew when you first got started? Um, I really, I really wish that I knew the, uh, the importance of doing face-to-face -face networking at real estate conferences. If I would have done that early on, let's say like three years ago, um, I would have met a lot more people. Yeah. It, you know, real estate conferences, meetup groups, there's all sorts of events that uh, you can attend uh, either virtually or in person, but in person, I would say is far better, uh, for absolutely. people. What's a book that you can recommend to other investors? Uh, my favorite real estate investing book is called The Hands-Off Investor by Brian Burke. I love listening to Brian Burke because um, this guy here, he he actually values his reputation more than he values his own money. He does whatever he can possibly do to protect investor principle. 
He puts his own skin in the game and he has also made loans um, out to the, the company just to prevent from having a capital call. But mainly Brian Burke, he teaches passive investors how to do due diligence, how to vet sponsors, how to vet deals. And I have not seen any other book like that on the market. Excellent. And Raymond, how can our listeners get in contact with you if they want to learn more about what you have going on? Um, so listeners can get in contact with me through my email address. My email address is R-A-Y period H-O-O-K-S period I-I-I at gmail.com. All right. I'll put that in the show notes. Is there anything else you want to mention that we haven't covered yet? Um, I just want to say that uh, passive investing can be very lucrative. It can be very rewarding, but uh, an extreme amount of due diligence is required. Um, if I were to go buy some stock in the stock market and I decide a week later that I don't want the stock anymore, I can easily sell it. Maybe I'll make a little bit, maybe I'll lose a little bit, whatever. But with a real estate syndication, you have to put your money with a group of people that you can trust. And you also need to understand how to do due diligence. In other words, it's the syndicator's job to uh, to do the underwriting along with everything along with everything else and then your role is to validate that the due diligence and the underwriting has been done properly so it can be very lucrative but you have to understand some of the basics before you start investing i agree all right well thank you raymond it's been great having you on and have a fantastic rest of your day no problem subscribe to this podcast to stay updated on new episodes leave a review to let us know that you enjoy the content there are tons of ways to invest in real estate that you can explore by reading Matt Jones's book called Book About Real Estate. It summarizes many top real estate books all in one. Find it on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, Google Play, or barnesandnoble.com. If you want to learn more about passive real estate investing, go to hawkwingcapital.com.